And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Somebody watched a bomb being dismantled. I'm pretty sure it was MacGyver. Okay. Yeah, it's the kind of thing MacGyver does do <laughs> yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah, and he never has tools with him. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be good if he tools with him. Like, yeah. you, know. you would think given his line of work, he might be yeah, more I know. prepared. I know. Uh, just like even like a bat belt or something, you know. Just <laughs> someone, someone to buy him a Leatherman or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just a Leatherman for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Even if he just kept a toolkit in his van or something, so that. Good evening and welcome to Is It a Bicycle, Season Twelve, Episode Fourteen, the original and bestest ever TV and movie podcast. My name is Stephen Wrigley, and I'll be your host for this evening. Beside me, a man who says he hates it when he sees some old person, and then realizes he was a couple of years ahead of them in school. It's Mike <laughs> McDonough. McDonough. Also beside me, I have a lady who says it's funny how we all sleep differently. I sleep on my side. My husband sleeps on his back. My ex sleeps with everybody. That sort of thing. <laughs> and Shona, show show, O'Flaherty. This week we'll be discussing some movies in the shape of Guardians of the Galaxy Two and The Handmaiden, and some TV in the form of Genius. Of course, we'll have some of the usuals with the news and some previews and come to a bicycle near you. So how are we doing? Hey, guys. Fantastic, Steve. Um, so, uh, The Handmaiden's Tale, huh? Yeah, I was going to say, we should make note that The Handmaiden is not to be confused with The Handmaiden's Tale. No. Because <laughs> I was... Who would make I, that mistake? Well, I saw the word handmaiden and I'm like, that that word is not going to be in many movie titles, so clearly he means The Handmaiden's Tale. <laughs> but that is not the case. No. Good thing I didn't need to. I didn't have time to brush up on my Atwood prior to tonight's um, <laughs> review, so I'll, I'll leave you the handmaiden, anyways. But uh, I got very confused. Yeah, oh, the, the hand, handmaiden. You know, it's a powerful woman's tale. Strong leads. Um. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get to that. Yeah. <laughs> the handmaiden's tale, though, um, written by a Canadian, the original. Oh, like Margaret Atwood. This mm. this is like a. I don't even know how to describe it. It's so big. Like, it's just. It's a dystopian future. Near future, isn't it? Yeah. In New England. Dystopian future about, um, women and kind of their role in society and, um. Does it change much? I haven't seen the movie. Oh, you haven't seen it? Oh, no. sorry. I thought no. you saw it. Right. No, I haven't. <gasps> I had to choose this week, you know, mm. between mm. which film I was going to see. So I decided to see the one that was actually on the list to review. Good. Ah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very proud of myself, my timekeeping skills. So, um, yeah. Handmaid's Tale, though, now, now that you've kind of half put it on the list, we can review it maybe a future episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd be, I'd love to discuss, <laughs> bless bless yeah. I'd love to discuss, um, feminine literature and film and feminist literature and film, uh, with you guys in a, in a podcast review. <laughs> I really look forward to that, John. I was so surprised, Mike, when I thought you were the one putting it on the list. I was like, Mike, really? Like, I almost wanted to call you and be like, are you feeling okay? <laughs> what happened to the real Did Mike? something happen? Are you being held hostage? Is this a signal? I've seen, uh, reviews where it says that it, it just gives us uh, more proof that men are monsters. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Starring oh. Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> yeah. That's not very fair. Mm, we'll see. Um, no, I don't know if that's what the movie, but I, you know, I can't, we can't say all men are monsters. Um, <laughs> I'm, quite a big, I'm quite a big fan of that feminine movement at the moment. The what? You know, the, the witch? protesters... <laughs> okay. Those guys are great. Fair play. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Um, so what do we see this week? Apart from stuff that was on the list. I, uh, 
jumped the gun on a certain absent Mr. Leonard mm-hmm. and uh, took one for the team mm-hmm. in watching one of the biggest releases of the year so far. Mm-hmm. The Fast and the Furriest. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it was too big of a thing. We couldn't just ignore it. Just gloss over it. You know? yeah, yeah. Wait, did you watch a cat movie based on a car movie? No, no. <laughs> the, the, the fate of the Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. All right. Uh, although I wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah. Fast and the Furriest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like, I Fast wondered if, if this is like a thing for cat lovers. Like, you know how porn, yeah. they always take real movie names and yeah. they make it porn like. <laughs> cat lovers get like cat movie versions of things with like cat yeah. altered titles. Yeah. Okay, this is the actual Actually, film. Actually, there's, there's a movie out I'm kind of afraid to watch. It's called A, a Dog's Purpose. Oh no! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a rebirth through several different lives. Oh right. Uh, I'd say that's going to be a real tearjerker. Oh, that's uh, what the plot is. Yeah, okay, I'm not even yeah, a big yeah. Dog fan, but I'd yeah. say uh, anybody with pets that be mm. Mark would love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mark being floods. He still talks about was it Marley and me? Oh my yeah. god, yeah. it's the yeah. worst. <laughs> <laughs> I sat in the movie theater watching Marley and me crying. And turning to my husband and being like, book this movie. I hate this movie. Like, there was no emotional depth to it. It was all just created to pull out the tears at a certain yeah. part of the film. And it oh, was really? just like, it was so artificial. Mm-hmm. And I was just like crying. Like, I hate this movie. It's so stupid. Artificial with I Jennifer Aniston? No I way. Know, I really? know. I know. I know. <laughs> Who was her co-star in that film? Another dog. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Different breed, though. Yeah. So, The Fate of the Furious. Yeah. Um, oh, is, yes, of course. Matter at hand. Yeah, this is uh, a very important movie, obviously, because it has The Rock, Jason Statham, cars, and mm. yeah. explosions. Yeah. You, know, you know the drill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Does it, it, sorry, do you have to review this... Thinking about the previous ones, like, are you? Is it a contrast and compare, or is it like, is it a standalone movie? You can't really do it as a standalone. It's it's not really standalone. I mean, they assume that you know everybody in it. All right, okay. There's there's no backstory, like you know. Yeah. So for somebody coming to the cold, like, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But that said, I mean, so it's an eight-parter ministry. Yeah, (laughs) ministry, really. You know, just. (laughs) I mean, it's it's the usual fare. It's unbelievable stunts yeah just ridiculous yeah um, shockingly bad lines you know the, the writing they must have such crack writing it's yeah like, really what's the worst line yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a real cheese monger you know? really yeah oh god uh, but I mean that said it's, it's hard to hate something with rock in it like, you know yeah um, and yeah I mean I can't really objectively criticize it because it is what it is yeah you know they they wear their cars on their sleeves <laughs> <laughs> and you know they're, they're even you know given a nod to their own self parody oh yeah you know there, there's bits where uh, they're getting trapped or whatever and yeah you can see you can see um vin diesel kind of his little brain thinking behind his eyes saying if only I could change gear to sort this out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, well, he's chained to a wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, the only thing you, you really have to hold against it is um, they, they make a big mess of the middle of New York, and it's a big city. What happens when you make a mess of the road system? 
you back up traffic for 40 miles around. Right, yeah. But somehow they still have room to drive their Porsches oh, God. miles an hour <laughs> yeah, down yeah, these yeah. lanes, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Minor details, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they also, um, there is an issue with a submarine. Yeah. Um, in, a, shall we say, a race of sorts with a car. Right. Um, and being the geek I was, I just kind of looked up the stats for the submarine in question. Its surface speed is 10 knots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's trying to chase down these right, Lamborghinis yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, I, I assume that scene is uh, the one that's in the trailer. They filmed it in Iceland? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It does look, it looks spectacular, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I know, I saw a, a bit or bite of, uh, you know, they're showing behind the scenes and bringing all that hardware to Iceland. Right. Like yeah. they to, like charter or whatever you do with chips. Yeah. You know, to bring all the stuff over, you know, all the Lamborghinis, yeah. all, you know, and all the cars that they'd made for the movie and copies of them in case yeah. they, you know, well, inevitably they would crash and burn them, yeah, you know, yeah, so. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. They said it was huge. Like a, just a, just the, the logistics in doing that because they had a half the ship. It was like a mechanics workshop because they had to kit that out as well. Of course. It's not just like bring the car, we'll drive them, bring it home again on the ferry. You know, it's, it's oh like you're bringing God. the whole production studio and the mechanics and all, everything, yeah. every part that you need, you know, to keep it going. Yeah. It's nuts when you think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Massive undertaking. I wonder what the budget was. Oh. Squillions. <laughs> well, Charlize Theron was on it, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Oh, She's oh, a dairy little cat suit in there. And, uh, she is not. Oh, yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I didn't know that. Yes, <laughs> added to the pantheon. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I can't objectively review this. What I will say is that there were people, the marks of this world, who were obviously there for second or third viewings. Yeah. cheering at some of the stunts. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, hey. I was kind of just holding my head in my hand. You know? Oh, really? <laughs> There's more of them. <laughs> was the car park full of like pink and yellow cars? <laughs> <laughs> With like dice hanging from yeah. the mirrors. <laughs> so uh, I'm not going to mark this if you're into it. I know, come on. You have to give it a mark. What did you think of it, Mike? Um, it is strangely enjoyable. Huh. Even for me, I'd, I'd give it a six. You know, All right. Six, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, can't, I can't hate it. All right. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay. No. Um, 250 million dollars uh-huh. was the budget. Really? The box office so far uh-huh. is over a billion. Whoa. Wow. Not so It's a, a nice massive designer. franchise at this point, isn't it? It's huge. Huge. That's nuts. Um, well, um, what else we see? Is there anything interesting? I started watching season two of Mr. Robot finally. Oh, did you? It's oh, on yeah. TV, so I can yeah, series yeah, yeah. record it. So, because yeah, yeah. it's a show, it's a it's a series. I wasn't all that sure I wanted to watch. So now that I don't have to make any effort, yeah. I can start watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm three episodes in so far. The fourth is recording as we speak, um, and I uh, it's pretty weak. It's pretty weak, I think, because. The characters haven't really joined up in any way yet. They're all kind of working their own individual mm. plot lines. Mm-hmm. I'm really bored of everyone just having, I don't know, like expressionless acting because they're mm-hmm. all supposed to be in so much existential pain mm-hmm. with like <laughs> capitalism mm-hmm. that their acting skills require them to be 
I guess robotic. I mean, oh. it's, it's in the title, but like it doesn't make for great viewing when they're just yeah. like, now we have to bring down capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> Here is where we will do it. Yeah. I think we need to do this now. And then there's one character who's on a total 180 from last season. And I know that they try to explain how or why she's doing it, but it doesn't really make any Blondie. sense. And I find it jarring. Well, yeah. she, she was the reason I, I kept watching season two. Hoping that they were uh, getting through, dynamic. getting through this. Uh, That's what I thought too, bit, because yeah. her she relationship the with the bit. guy, that's yeah. the head of the evil core, yeah. that you thought maybe there'll be something kind of interesting yeah. there. So that's also the storyline where I hold out the most yeah. hope. And it picks up. It picks up. Um, I hope so. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll stick with it. It's it's potentially interesting enough that like I'll put it on whenever but like I'm not I'm never counting down to the yeah, episodes yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know I only watched three in a row because I was sick last week so yeah. I had some time but yeah yeah I'm yawning in the middle of talking mm, about it yeah, so that's yeah. how I feel <laughs> that's, that's how I feel about it yeah. <laughs> the thing about Mr. Robot is it, it, it climaxed very early as in episode one yeah mm. The pilot, not the even pilot, episode it, one no, of the season two, it was but like the pilot. The best episode ever. And yeah. then after that, it was just like, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Didn't live up to that but, promise, though. Know, but it was just such a brilliant episode. Like, it, I, I, It's one of the best pilots. Yeah, yeah. It was really strong. So yeah. it's almost like a, a victim of its own success because you keep comparing it to yeah. the first episode where you thought it was going to be fast-paced, the tension would be interesting, there was a great dynamic, and then it kind of just falls apart. Once it gets into your man's like drug problem and, um, mm. you know, it's almost more a show about mental health than it is about yeah. kind of capitalism and hackers bringing down the world, which is yeah. a more interesting TV show for the kind of show it pitches itself as, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah. But even then they're, they're kind of like, you know, too cool for school, cyberpunky kind That's of hackers. That's it. Like they're really apathetic. Is, isn't the, you know, like his sister character with all the eyeliner. It's just like, I'm so sick of her oh, being like, that, that's exactly what I mean. You know, you're not angry enough. This yeah. is really bad. You guys, we have to do something else and make people do really dumb things that make no sense. And then I'm going to be mad that it happened. And I don't yeah. know. It's just, so I'm still, I don't know. Hmm. Is, is this the, still the classic hacky kind of TV? impression you know if you just type faster you'll get in through the security uh, <laughs> not in season one okay. season two there's a, yeah it's a bit like that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah there was there was um, just a typing line. over again SQL SQL yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> SQL injection Mike <laughs> it's gonna work <laughs> there was um, actually a line from episode three that was what did they call it Colonel failure or was yeah, it yeah. Colonel panic yeah yeah and uh, your man starts losing his mind, and so he starts writing in his diary in code, and he finishes his diary entry with, like, Colonel Panic. And I was like, yep, and if I knew shit about computers, that would mean something to me, but <laughs> otherwise I just know that he's saying computer things. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't say, oh, he spent Colonel wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a C, you fool. <laughs> uh, Fargo's back. Oh, yeah? Yeah. This is three now, is it? This is season three, yeah. Jeez, the show never ends. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I never really... Hey, huh? Is it continuous? Or is it like like True Detective where you've... It's like True Detective, but you're you're in the same universe, same town kind of thing. Um, uh, Ewan McGregor's in this. Is he? In it this season. And he plays two characters that meet a lot. Right. Uh, yeah, he plays himself, uh, the main, well, I was going to say himself, the main character, but it's not really the main, there are many main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but he plays, uh, two brothers. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. One is uh, sort of husky, let's say, a little bit overweight and balding. Mm-hmm. And the other one's uh, Rico Suave and big curly head and uh, hair in her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a very different dynamic. And uh, you forget that it's him. Right. Oh, that's you good. know it's that's really always good. a good sign yeah, of yeah, acting yeah, yeah. and a good show. But uh, there's a few other people in it. Um, what's his name? Is it? Uh, oh, jeez, what's his name? Lewis. Uh, C.K. Theo Lewis. Oh, no, oh. he's a he's British. Louis uh, Theroux. No, he was in the movie Naked. Uh, that was a long time ago, in 1994 or 95. Um, he's a great actor. He pops up now and again. But anyway, he's great in this. Okay. Could I just interrupt you with yeah. a, something that's completely unrelated? Is it to do with nakedness? <laughs> David Lewis. Yeah. It's to do with brothers. I, I heard, you know the way sometimes Irish people say things that make sense but don't say don't make sense? Yeah. Um, it was a, a twin I, I know of was asked the other day by somebody who hadn't seen him in a long time. Um, was it yourself or your brother that died? Yeah. <laughs> was he one of the two twins? <laughs> Aww, that's horrible. Do you know? No. No. All oh, right. Okay. He's been lots of stuff. Uh, it's not a good phone number, maybe. Oh, that's all from uh, Fargo, actually. That's what his character in Fargo. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, there's a couple of other characters and actors that pop up in it. Uh, one of the guys from uh, Halt and Catch Fire is in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a few others, anyway. Um, but yeah, it's brilliant. It's as it's as good as the others. Oh, you cool. know, yeah, uh, well worth watching. I think we're two episodes in, oh, nice. maybe third, two, two anyway. Are so you? How long has Fargot been? Um, I don't know if it's been permanently, but they finished the season last season. I doubt it for some reason. Yeah, it's still very strong numbers on it. You know, so was it Steve? You that liked The Last Kingdom, or was it both of you? I know this is for, no, for some reason I can never, ever I like remember. It. Oh, you liked it as well. I know that you liked it, yeah. and then I always thought that I was overlooking you, but it was Mark that watched it. Yeah. Have, have you started watching season two at all? I have not. Okay. Um, actually, the young lad, he read seven of the novels in a row. There's <laughs> really? novels? I yeah, didn't know that they were based on novels. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. Um, yeah, he once he read the first one, he just... Forced me onto Amazon. <laughs> Just bare arm. Oh, really? Get all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe that'll make some good uh, vacation yeah. reading or something this summer. Yeah, yeah. Very well written books. Um, oh, good. So there's definitely no shortage of material for oh, cool. a bazillion seasons of that. So is, yeah. is it based on, loosely based on history, like real events? Yes, it is very much so. Yeah. Uh, most of the characters in it actually existed. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But don't tell Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead no, is also on. in oh. Fargo. Right. Remember her? Uh, Name is familiar. Remember the one with uh, uh, Jesus? I'm thinking uh, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantino, but that's probably. No, I remember she was in a bunker with a dude who oh, played okay. by John Goodman. Yeah, John Goodman. Um, the alien movie. The, uh, Don't give it away! Spoiler. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, so she's in it as well, and, um, yeah, there's a few others, anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was the other one I meant to mention, but, yeah. Um, what else? Sorry, you were going to say something? I was just going to say the Last Kingdom episode from last week was really good. Oh, yeah? This is like was that the last episode? Season two. No, it wasn't the last episode. It was season two, episode, I don't know, four or six. Mm-hmm. It was good. Okay. That's all. Mm-hmm. This week's episode, I enjoyed it. Um, Silicon Valley's back. 
I think you were saying that last week. <sighs> oh, yeah. It's so good. Do you remember your man who, uh, uh, he had, uh, what, he, he started his own tequila company called Trace Commons. <laughs> well, because, because he was a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> right. So then, yeah, yeah, I'm going to call it Trace Commas. He's always obsessed with being a billionaire, you know. Right. I'm so poor, I'm not a billionaire anymore. Yeah. Um, but, uh, he's absolute nutball and he is so funny. Uh, but, uh, really inappropriate actually. <laughs> but, uh, he's back in it now, uh, sort of after giving Richard, who's the guy who owns, uh, Pied Piper, the company that it's all about. Right. Um, but he's decided to split off and go his own way. And he's actually starting, I think it's his own altcoin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, his own crypto coin, which is very topical. <laughs> and, uh, the other guys are continuing on with, uh, they'd switch to, um, from cloud storage solution like Sia coin to, uh, um, a better video compression, uh, uh, code, let's say. That's a, an algorithm. Is it made with but, SQL? Uh, it's got an injection of, uh, <laughs> humor. SQL. Right. Oh, yeah, right. not quite SQL. Really <laughs> <laughs> um, see the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, you know, it's brilliant. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, <coughs> uh, what else, uh, was on the list? Uh, Fate of Furies, uh, Russian Grand Prix. I'm sure you're all dying to hear about it. Oh, do you know, I completely misread that. I thought that was a new reality TV show called Russian GP. No, it's exciting because uh, it's the fourth race of the year mm-hmm. and it's another new winner. Oh. Yeah, Valtteri Bottas is his 80th race and he won. That's and he, he's the number two driver uh, replacing the current champion. Uh, Kimmy Reckon, so he's, uh, he's on Lewis Hamilton's team. Right. Mm. But Lewis, uh, came fourth. Oh. First time he hasn't been on the podium in God knows how long. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like China last year or something, you know. Okay. Uh, in a race that he finished, let's say. Yeah. Um, and then the two Ferraris came in, in the middle. So that, that's brilliant. I mean, that means Sebastian Vettel now is one, two and placed second in two as well. So, uh, and we've had Lewis win and, Bottas win. So that's Mercedes and Ferrari are sort of vying for points. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. Oh, it's going to be a great season. Yeah. And uh, the, the other thing is um, there's two other teams that aren't too far off the pace, uh, which is Red Bull and Williams. But, yeah. But uh, I'm hoping now that they'll sort of kick it up a gear with version 2.0 of their car. They're allowed to do during the year. You know, so. So, so the Grand Prix is way more about the car than the driver. Uh, it certainly has a bearing. Yes. Uh very big bearing, yeah. You, you could take some of the back markers and put them in the front runners' cars, and they wouldn't be too far off the pace. Okay. You know, um, but they're all customized to by the field per driver. They'll say, "Oh, that needs to be just or that needs to be changed." And, right. But, uh, but they're so. See, the thing is, they're on. They're really on the ragged edge of what they're able to do. Like the guys with brakes going on fire, and you know, the, you know, really, like it. And uh, like you see flames when they take off the wheel to change at the pit yeah. stop, and there's a flame, you know, put back the wheel and put it out, you know. Um, and uh, like you don't have too much trouble, like you used to years ago, like engines letting go, you know, just blown up and you know, uh, big stream of smoke. You don't get that too often, but um, it's usually brakes and some of the electronics sort of. Uh, tend to go with it. You know, okay. so. But anyway, um, the, it was only, whatever, 26 degrees air temperature, 40 degrees track temperature, mm-hmm. and they still have 
very hot places to go to yet okay. and see how the brakes do that. But but it, it was so funny because, like I, like I say, they're on such a ragged edge. Like they they might be trailing a guy who's like fifty yards ahead of them, mm-hmm. but that's hot air. Yeah. Right. So they'd sort of pull out a little bit to try and cool down a little bit, It'd cool the right. brakes. You know, right. this kind of stuff. Oh, wow. And just that tiny little difference makes a makes a massive difference. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, how does it work if say you've two guys? last day of the championship mm. and they're even on points mm. and they both have second drivers on the team mm-hmm. and the second drivers try and deliberately take out the opposite number. <laughs> well, it's happened. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've had the first uh, the first guy trying to deliberately do it as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. Is there any kind of comeback on that if they're successful? Uh, not on the last race of the season, really, no. Uh, right. You might get a fine, or you, yeah. but you can't get a race ban. You can't get points taken off. You might get a time penalty, which would drop you so down, but this, that won't really matter. Is this discussion if you're sabotaging yeah, a driver yeah. of the same type of car? A, a guy on the other team, you know that your teammate can win the season if you take out the other guy? There's usually a number one driver and number two driver. Okay. Number one getting priority to pits and strategy and that kind of thing. Right. But uh, Bottas was the number two driver, but he won this time. So that was that was the big thing they see oh, as well. Okay. So uh, Lewis Hamilton being the number one driver. You Ooh, know, so. okay. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's happened like uh, the end of the, what was it, the end of uh, the season last year, Lewis Hamilton was leading and he tried to, uh, make uh, Kimi Raikkonen get caught by the Ferraris so that okay. he would lose right, right, and right. Lewis would win but he he just backed him up by driving a little bit slower just a little bit yeah, so yeah. that would slow the other guys up because it's yeah. harder to overtake when you're in oh. the air disturbed air you know behind okay. them so, yeah so yeah and you've had <laughs> Schumacher ran into Damon Hill one year that was nice uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Ayrton Senna's done that as well <laughs> anyway um yeah, so that was uh, yeah, so that's great. Love it. Great TV. Yeah. Okay. So what does that have to do with doctors? <laughs> <laughs> Only when they crash. It's a, yeah. <laughs> um, so what else uh, was on American Gods? I think we'll do a fuller review of that next week. Yeah, I've kind of been looking forward. To yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? American Gods. It's a new TV sh- uh, show, um, and it's based on uh, mythology of sorts. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, let's put that on the list to watch because yeah. that sounds interesting. It, it's interesting, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this no, is a no, major caveat. No, with it's that sentence. No, it's interesting in the way that Legion was interesting after episode one, where you're sort of going, "What? What? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> but yeah, I'm kind of invested. It, it does. I don't want to review it now, but it, it does get a bit mid teary. Okay. When it it starts off. Top tier, and then you sort of go, oh, okay, it's been a little few lines here in a row, the scene or two, you know, but anyway, I'm, I'm still with it anyway, so okay. yeah, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk more about it next okay, week. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let's start with Genius. Genius. Yes. Yeah, so tell us about Genius. Genius is National Geographic's new documentary series about people who shaped um, the history of the world through their genius. And the first episode was about Albert Einstein. Oh, what? Did Sorry, you? I just. Did you watch the wrong show? No, no. I, <laughs> I was watching the show, but I assumed that the whole series would be about Einstein. So did I. Yeah, I was. This is news that. to me too. Yeah, no, yeah. that makes sense because by the end of the episode, I was like, 
that's the Einstein episode. Yeah, it was like, yeah. <laughs> what, what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes way more. It occurred to me when you were going to start off with genius. I'm like, I should have this up on my phone. No, okay. Because, <laughs> all right, will I redo that <laughs> with the correct information this time? No, no, we're live. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so genius <laughs> is National Geographic's documentary about Albert Einstein. <laughs> yeah. um, critically, though, one thing. I expected this to be an actual documentary, right. kind of um, doing the chronology of his life and kind of mm-hmm. exploring his works. But instead, it's like a dramatic reenactment. So it's mm-hmm. almost like the Lifetime TV show about Albert Einstein. Um, so that kind of immediately put me off a bit. So I was just like, oh, fuck, dramatic yeah. reenactments. <laughs> and we start in kind of like Einstein, as we know him, um, era. And then we kind of flashback to him being a student and, you know, meeting people in his life who would shape him. Um, so, I don't know. It's it's not a format that I'm mad about. Yeah, it's a bit hit and miss, that kind of thing. I liked it. Did, Did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I didn't mind that because I was interested, I, I was as interested in his early life because I know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't make me go and read his Wikipedia page afterwards to see. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a couple of things changed in it, obviously. Um, but uh, no, I, I think I thought it worked well. Mm. Uh, the, I didn't find it jarring and it sort of flowed when, when they went back and forward. I sort of went, oh yeah, that, that was a good time. You know, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like next chapter. Yeah. You know? Well, I guess like, because my expectation going into it was that it would be an actual documentary yeah. rather than like a dramatic yeah. retelling. Mm. Um, it was just, it was jarring having to shift quickly because they're two very different genres. Mm-hmm. If you're expecting documentary, but it's dramatic reenactment or <laughs> dramatic reenactment, but dramatic retelling, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, I do think that especially the kind of flashback, they do a good job of building up his story and his character, especially when he has to go to the, the second school he's enrolled mm-hmm. in. Um, I think the story got really interesting and then the flash forwards uh to the present the present day einstein that we're we're mm-hmm. meeting and what what year is that einstein is that like 44 yeah, or something yeah, yeah it's just kind of at the beginning of the yeah. world war i'm guessing because things are getting pretty tense outside mm-hmm. with uh late 30s i think actually Okay. So, sorry, yeah. I, I spotted a car or two. Then I went, oh, yeah, that's not the important. That's a 38 day. Well, actually, it was before before they came to power, so it had to be before 38. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I actually think it began in 32, the kind of modern-day Einstein, but obviously yeah. it goes forward, so maybe, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. whatever. When it's flashing back, we're talking, um, would it be the late 1800s then? I think it said 1894. Okay, 1894, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's all relative. see one of the things I was going to critique about this episode was the fact that like because I had been under the misimpression that um, it was an episode about different people each time that I was just like why don't they spend more time looking at Einstein and like the actual contributions (laughs) (laughs) because they really missed the mark (laughs) but um that said, what we do see in this episode, it focuses a lot, I think, on his education and his his personal relationships, and um, maybe a bit of his character as well, like his stubbornness about not wanting to kind of give up and mm. admit that things were in the the state that they were in for Jewish people in in Germany in the late nineteen thirties. Um, so I think it got interesting for me. It got off to a slow start, and I I would have liked, I think, for a little bit more. 
of maybe in the present day Einstein or like the 1930s Einstein to be, if it had focused a bit more on his contributions, um, either during the World War, you know, in a later time, or how his theorems were used in the war, or something that was a bit more of a hook that tied the show into, you know, the things that he contributed to our understanding of how the world I, works. I still think that's coming. No, it is coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you I just think wanted for earlier. the first episode, it would be... It, I would have liked kind of having a bit okay. more of a hook with that stuff. Okay. A bit more spoon feeding. A right. bit okay, more spoon yeah. feeding. <laughs> Did you spot the cast? Did you spot Roose Bolton? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Emily Watson was in it. And um, what was the other dude's name? Robert Lindsay. Yeah, so <laughs> Emily Watson you'd know from Warhorse and... Uh, uh, what was the name of the, uh, she's in loads of stuff we saw her recently in loads of stuff um, mm. um, uh, she plays his wife oh right yeah in a later episode yeah yeah um, what else was she had Warhorse and there was something else I wanted to mention sorry now uh, just uh, talk amongst yourselves there for a second the theory of everything sorry yeah oh, uh, that was the yeah and uh, Anna Karina um, yeah I thought she was pretty good but she didn't get enough air time but anyway the guy who plays uh, Einstein young Einstein fantastic old Einstein oh yeah wow young Einstein I thought was a bit ropey yeah, I liked young Einstein good, yeah. yeah he's a bit too good looking yeah, yeah. but too good looking, but easy, easy on the eye, you know. It so, makes yeah, it nice yeah, to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the other guy's just Einstein. Like, yeah, you know, can I just like, say yes, as well absolutely. how weird it is to open up a TV show about Einstein's genius with Einstein having, like old Einstein having sex against a wall with that a student. That was a bit repulsive, wasn't it? Oh, man, it's like the last thing I want to see Einstein do. It's a horrible way to open up a TV show about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not something I'd ever pictured Einstein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <I know. laughs> oh, this is what he was known for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it started. Yeah. Up against the blackboard, oh. as you do. Oh, you get up on the track of dawn, that fella. Yeah, so, uh, but it humanized them, though. Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing that that was their, their goal. The along. whole point. You know, he's yeah. more than just a scientific genius. He, you know, he was a whole person. Yeah. Um, but still, I don't want to see old Einstein having sex. That's just not what I'm interested in. <laughs> Play to your audience, people. Come on. <laughs> so, thing, Mike? Uh, I'm kind of in two minds about it. I, I thought the story was more interesting than I expected. Uh, like yourself, I didn't yeah. know an awful lot about his, his yeah. younger life and whatever. Yeah. Um, it was way more shooting than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was yeah, waiting yeah. for chalkboards and yeah, yeah. equations and stuff. Yeah. Suddenly there's Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm always a little bit worried about these dramatic reconstructions because they do tend to have the C-list actors. But, yeah. Uh, and you know, there's good and bad in this. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of unbalanced in terms of the acting quality, uh, but it's enjoyable. And yeah. It is educational. Yeah. You know. Um, the only issue I had with the acting quality was the, you know, the family you went to live with in Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was just like, yeah, <laughs> that was a bit, Yeah, it just, it, it was a bit forced. I know what they're trying to get at and that it was yeah. bustling and they're all, you know, happy. And he lives like, with know, free thinkers now. Free thinkers yeah. and so on. Yeah. And just everyone has a conversational yeah. piece or whatever, yeah. but it was just, yeah, too much giggling, yeah. you know, um, but um, apart from that, I thought, I thought it was fairly strong. The writing is strong too. I mean, mm. 
There's no yeah. watch. No, no looking at my watch yeah. during it. You know that kind of way. So I was amazed at how easily I could follow the German. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like Roos Bolton's German accent's amazing. You know. <laughs> yeah. um, there was one I found. Um, I was in Heidelberg as well. Actually, I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. There was one moving scene um, that I liked how they did it, where it showed. Einstein's kind of going for, I think he's going to buy cigarettes or something. Oh, yeah. And, um, he's on the street and there's, um, I think some old Jewish men are protesting, I'm sure the swastika or something, you yeah. know, that's offensive and horrible. And then a bunch of, um, Nazis start beating them up. And watching all these are like young little mini Nazi kids who are like in Hitler the youth. uniform. Hitler youth. Hitler youth, thank mm-hmm. you. Who are like, you know, eight and ten years mm-hmm. old. And, um, they're kind of watching and Einstein's watching them. And it's just like, it's kind of heartbreaking as a viewer that you're just like, all oh, these little kids who don't even know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And this, one of the little Hitler youth kids sees Einstein and he starts running after him. And so Einstein's kind of moving quickly away because he doesn't want to be drawing attention to himself. And, uh, he catches up with them. He's like, Er Einstein, Er Einstein. He's just like, I want to be just like you when I grow up. And he asks for his autograph and he gives, um, um, a swastika like flag and yeah. he's like will you sign it and Einstein's just like it's a great moment because you think mm-hmm. you can kind of picture yourself being in that moment where Einstein's thinking like this is someone who's so young and, impression- mm-hmm. and impressionable do I want to tell him how horrific the things he's doing right now yeah, yeah. Um, what they stand for or is this an opportunity to turn someone from that life and be kind to him and you know be his hero so he's just like you know I don't have a pen and then, like, you know, big Hitler grown-up guy comes along and takes the Hitler youth away and spits in Einstein's face and things go back to being shitty. But, like, there was, it was, um, it was a complex moment that was told very simply. Yeah. 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 Um, I like that scene and I like the scene where he met his, uh, what do you call it? Uh, future wife, is it? The the lady who's uh, in the studying in the to, classroom. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah, great. yeah, yeah, that was a great. He gets scene. a good dressing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you think I can't be science, or I I don't know maths because I'm a woman or something like that? Yeah, yeah oh, yeah, yeah. She, she gives it to <laughs> him straight. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a great scene. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'll watch more of this. Would you? Yeah, I will. Yeah. I will well, now sure. that I know it's more stories about Einstein, I can watch. Yeah. No, I can I'm watch more yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have to say, um, on the subject of Einstein, <laughs> I have a collection of his essays called, um, Out of My Later Years, and I can heartily recommend it. It is a collection of beautiful essays from everything about his philosophy of life to war to, um, I don't know, meaning of life to math and science and, you know, describing his theory of relativity, theories of relativity. Um, and it's a good book. So, huh. in case you want to read more of uh, some of Einstein's own words, actually very captivating to read. I didn't know. You know, sometimes, or maybe I'm only guilty of this, when things are classic or famous, you just think, oh, does that mean that they're really boring? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Einstein's essays are actually, I found, quite interesting to read. Um, his his opening essay is kind of about, um, you know, that people admire him so much for the things he's done. And um, his commentary on it in this, it's a very short essay. It says, you know, um, what does a fish know about the water in which he swims? And I thought that was a beautiful way for, for Einstein to describe how his mind works. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, in case yeah. you're interested in reading more on him, I recommend that book. Will you watch more of this? 
don't think I will. Don't think you will? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I think it's a good show. It just didn't have enough to grab me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a lot competing with it. Mm-hmm. The one thing I would give it that would probably get it re-watched like, more in this house is that there are so many intense dramas on TV that, like, I can only take so much of that. So this is a kind of a step away from that. Yeah. Um, it's an intense drama, but you know it's not going to be, like, I don't know, gut-wrenching kind of thing. It, it'll be, I don't know. I mean, I don't make you, any you sense. You just want to see Einstein's cum face again. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you can go and look at his brain Thanks, if you Mike. want. Really? Yeah. Where there's, is there's it? There's bits of his brain. Well, part of it, or what's left of it, um, is now sliced up a bit. Mm-hmm. And it's in a, the Mütter Museum in Philadelphia, apparently. Okay. Uh, 46 slides of brain. Lovely. Okay. I'm sure you'd be delighted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, so two. F- Two thrillers and a filler, I think. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, yeah I'll okay. give that. Okay, I'll so give that we give it a pass. All right, okay. And uh, next one I watched was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mike. Do you remember Guardians of the Galaxy 1? <laughs> 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 I do, Mike. Yeah, so they made another one. Yeah. So you have Chris Pratt. Woo! And Batista. And the little raccoon dude. Mm-hmm. And the green girl. And they are all still getting in trouble. Um, so you saw Dana? Yeah. yeah. Much as they did throughout the first movie. Yeah. Um, Only this time with baby Groot. Yeah, or teenage Groot. Baby Groot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this time around, they're continuing their antics when life is interrupted by uh, the appearance of Chris Pratt's dad, played by Kurt Russell, who is not quite the dad that Chris expected. Yeah. <laughs> Long ago, growing up. Um, so, yeah, it, it largely follows them getting in trouble and Chris Pratt meeting his dad. Ah. Um, do you know what other movie we watched and reviewed that wasn't part of this universe mm-hmm. and Zoe Saldana starred in? Columbia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd forgotten it was her. Uh, that's why I don't refer to her by name. That was, that was one of the first movies that we reviewed, I think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What the was so bad about it? Oh, jeez. You'd have to go back to the episode. Yeah. yeah. I, I tried to erase Six it years ago, yeah. we reviewed that. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nuts. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, this is as you'd expect, isn't it? I think it's much worse. Do you? Yes. Because I really liked the first movie. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it was fun and funny and well-paced and, uh, you know, good characterization and good use of the materials they had available. Yeah. Um, and just a hell of a lot of fun, mm. uh, you know, even with the music and stuff. This time around, uh, the score wasn't really catching me. Yeah. Um Chris Pratt is essentially not an active character. Yeah. Um, so it's left to the minor characters like Drax and, and uh, what's the raccoon called? <laughs> Who? The raccoon. Oh, Rocket. Rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drax and Rocket and then... Bradley Cooper does his voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you know who does Groot's, baby Groot's voice? No. Vin Diesel. No. Yes, I was, yeah. was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're trying to carry the movie and... 
It suits know, a wooden acting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 they, they try their best, but it's just all over the place. There's so many things happening. They, they have little side plots, like Zoe Saldana meets a family member, and mm. are they going to get on, or they're not going to get on. But it's all a distraction from the fact that there's nothing actually happening. Chris Pratt yeah. is just sitting there talking to his dad most of the time, you know? As much as I like Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. yeah, it was kind of, it was a waste of time, yeah. really, that whole story arc. Yeah. I was just like, ah, right, okay. Mm. You know, there was no, uh, you know, it, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't an interesting plot. No. Yeah. You know, I think it wasn't, right. it wasn't an interesting threat. Yeah. You know, it's Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm never going to forgive myself for saying this because Mark is going to love this so much uh, and remind me of it so many times in the future. Yeah, yeah. But Star Trek, the movies have had way better baddies and yeah, incidences yeah. and threats and stuff they had to, you know, solve and guard the galaxy from, you know. Yeah. Uh, Actually, just taking on the Mark role, I think there was a Star Trek episode. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I, I would not be surprised. Yeah, yeah. You know, Mark's listening to this right now and quoting out loud oh, yeah, the episode goes, yeah, number yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> the guy's yeah. name is whole backstory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Mark, you don't have a voice today. <laughs> <laughs> it was the such and such of Khan or something. Khan's yeah. <laughs> a range. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it looks great. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. you know, it, it does look great. Um, the action sequences are good and fun. Um, it has funny moments, but again, we're, you can't but not con- compare and contrast to the first one. Mm-hmm. And like you yeah. say, it was a better movie, the first one. Yeah. But I think part of that is like the first movie... But it was so... It was unexpected, It was unexpected. Right? It was out of, out we of there. We didn't think... Yeah, like yeah. it was kind of this quirky comedy yeah. coming from the Marvel Universe, which yeah. was just so different from, you know, all the Avengers stories that were kind of coming out mm-hmm. of Marvel at the time. But do you think if this one came first then... No. I don't know, because I think you needed the success and the impact of the first film in order to get people to care. If this had come mm-hmm. out first, maybe it wouldn't have been as interesting and it wouldn't have, you know, this wouldn't be a franchise, you know? I agree. Um, I agree that there is... It's a weaker film. Like, there are strong points, but they basically... I can't even say they build on the strong points mm-hmm. from the first film. They just repeat the strong points of the first film mm-hmm. like Groot mm. um, we all knew from kind of the teaser at the end of the first film mm. the baby Groot was going to just be like adorable and they even mm. make references to it that baddies who don't want to kill Groot because they're like no he's too cute and you're like aww he is cute he was and then they do actually like, that was the best scene in the whole movie yeah <laughs> was, and then was Groot dancing <laughs> it was a, and it, I've started seeing that bloody song several times since I've seen it and, it was, and I can picture him just <laughs> just yeah. bouncing around so yeah. it's just like oh Jesus that really got under my skin it is very cute and I think Dave Bautista's character um, kind of comes through again with the kind of um, what would you say like autistic humour you know like I actually, I actually thought he was better in this one yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah. I think yeah. they gave him yeah. more yeah. because he, he was such a success from the first film yeah. and his relationship to a new character Mantis yeah. um, was, was quite funny I find you repulsive yeah and like <laughs> she's clearly pretty you're beautiful and then he just the starts inside. choking <laughs> yeah. she's like what's wrong and he's like I'm thinking of us being together and how disgusting it is I hope to use that line one day <laughs> <laughs> so there's moments like there's moments like some characters I think Groot and Dave Bautista um, as Dax 
were a good comic relief or, you know, interesting yeah. stuff. But kind of the main plot driver characters like Gamora and Chris Pratt and mm. uh, Rocket and stuff. It's just like, I totally agree. Yeah. It, it wasn't as interesting as the first time because they weren't working together. I think part of what made the dynamic so great about the first film is they're all kind of bouncing off each other. But this film, they're separated, doing their own things. And it's just not quite as interesting. And then there's the blue character guy who just seems like he's essentially a different kind of guy from the first film. And so you're just like, was that just convenience? Like plot convenience that he's... He's kind of chilled out quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I struggled with knowing if that was believable. No, all that being... I liked his character though in this movie. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like it's not the same one that they introduced us to in the first film. No, he was way more evil. Yeah. <laughs> and then what about like the the Karen Gillan and the golden creatures? Yeah, yeah. They kind of set them up as yeah, yeah. major characters. I thought, oh, here we go, and then and it's gone. Where, yeah. where, what, what happened then? You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about them. You know. And there wasn't enough Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, <laughs> you know. that was a weird cameo. You know, yeah, you know. Yeah. that like was totally overacted and like it embarrassed me to watch. <laughs> well, not just him and Kurt Russell. It was like whoa, yeah, throwbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the young Kurt Russell very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah. I was looking at it and thinking, is that Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell? Yeah. <laughs> 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 now, all that being said, I have to say. The end of the film, there's a clear theme in this film, right? Like, it's fatherhood, um, because it touches on loads of stuff. You know, we have Chris Pratt finding his dad, Chris Pratt um, kind of redefining his relationship to Blueface Guy. You have Cat Stevens' father and son yeah. um, playing over the yeah. over mm-hmm. scenes that, like, God, I'm just... I love that song, and I've always found that song so emotionally charged. So, you, you know, they put the right elements together, and they do, they did, at least to me, create, like, a, an emotional reaction. Um, You're going to buy a mixtape? <laughs> <laughs> I already have Father and Son. I just put that shit on repeat. Oh, yeah. um, so, I mean, like, I think, I think it was effective. Um, I think that the ending was good, but I think the build-up to it was weak, and I still don't know. Like, I thought the end of the first movie was really cool. Like, when his eyes go purple and they're holding yeah. hands, yeah. I was just like, man, that shit's so... I think I I think I went to go see it twice in the cinema because I just wanted to see, like, the purple eyes holding oh, yeah. hands yeah. were all best friends. I thought that was just so cool. And you didn't get that kind of cool moment mm. in this film. It was more like they were playing on your heartstrings, yeah. which can also be effective, but I think long-term, it's not going to leave the same impact as the cool Wrong kind of movie. Does. Yeah. Wrong kind of movie first. Yeah. 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 It's a shame. Um, it soundtrack uh, uh, was it a bit forced. I thought so. I thought they were trying too hard. Yeah, they're they're trying to get that kind of genre, kind of cool song, but you don't hear it too often. Yeah, and, yeah. But it's brilliant. Hipster music. Hipstery. Yeah. But uh, they were kind of missing the mark with a few words. They had all the classics in the first one. Yeah. yeah. And now they're sort of going for a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're, they're trying to, I don't know, generate another classic mixtape yeah. yeah some of them was just like yeah it's a good song but it's not yeah. there for this yeah 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 yeah. like Redbone yeah. from the first album is a song that is now on any playlist when I go for a drive in the uh, car yeah. we're putting on Redbone and you're singing along and that is you know I put my hand up that is right down to Guardians of the Galaxy mm. um, I don't know that there'd be any new songs I'd be craving oh 
Maybe I'll be listening to Father and Son a few more times, yeah. but I mean, that's a song I already love to begin with, so I don't think that there's a movie. <laughs> I don't think there's a song from the movie that I would be into now because I saw it in the film. Yeah. I still have that one playing in my head. <laughs> Dancing Groot is yeah. a winner. It is, yeah. Yeah. That's the, actually, that was cuter than Minions. Oh, uh, that's, like, no, I'll go that far. I'll levels. go that far, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, there's a scene. Um, where Groot is being mistreated and you're just like, like all of like your yeah. nurturing protective instincts and you're like, little Groot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave him alone, you big bullies. Like, my, my daughter came home from crash today with the chicken pox and seeing like a little, like she's not even two years old, a little girl with like all these little pox all over her face and she's got a cough and she doesn't know what's happening and she's tired and she's so helpless and she's just kind of lying in your arms like wheezing and yeah. kind of looking at you like mommy what's happening yeah, yeah. I would leave her by why the side is, of the road if Groot happen? needed me yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is how emotional Groot made me feel in this film <laughs> <laughs> funny <laughs> um, so do you want to mark this yeah I haven't contemplated a mark yet so allow me to contemplate Mike mm. I'm going to give this a very sad and disappointed four. Oh, oh wow yeah. oh wow yeah, I did not like this at all hmm no you didn't yeah and I'm, I'm being bitchy and vengeful now because mm. I like the first one so much <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a six okay yeah Six. Uh, it had its moments, but yeah. yeah, it's not. It's mid-tier. Hmm. It's not up there. Mid-tier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought about giving it a six, but I think ultimately, if you liked Gardens of the Galaxy, you know, go see this. I don't think it'll live up to the first one, but I think it's still worth watching. And I think that there are moments like with Groot, like with Dax, and uh, the ending that I think make it worthwhile. So I'm going to give it a seven. Ooh. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very entertained, Ruby. <laughs> um, so second of our movies let's talk about this movie you keep talking about with raised eyebrows this one's called The Handmaiden yes right? it's a uh, Korean movie right right but uh, a lot of Korean people playing Japanese roles are playing Korean people pretending to be Japanese okay yeah so there you go um, so it's about a woman who's hired as a handmaiden to a Japanese heiress, but she is secretly involved in a plot to defraud her mm. of her heir okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's this girl. Uh, she is uh, living with her uncle, and uh, she has been brought up to read Japanese, right? right? Um, and it's to read very eloquently. Telling a story, but she's been trained since she was a little girl. And her, was it her mother before or her aunt before? Her aunt. Her aunt before did the exact same thing. That's what they did. He is a book collector of, uh, the highest order. Like, like, very, very, very geeky about his books. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And he's a big collector. Seriously, he's got a gold mine and that's not enough to fund his hobby. That kind of okay. thing. Okay. So, uh, so he lives in this, they live in this massive, uh, house, which is, uh, made up of Japanese style and Western style and so on. So the, they've, quite a lot of them would wear like a very noble, uh, British-esque, uh, clothing, mm-hmm. you know, and at the same time, then they'd have kimonos and that kind of thing, depending on the situation, you know. So it's, it's a, it's a, an odd mix. Okay. So there's, uh, some fraudsters, 
um, who hear that through, through uh, certain events that they, she, that she needs a handmaiden, uh, and, uh, the fraudster sends this girl with a fake letter of uh, recommendation to go and, uh, start working there. So okay. that's pretty much how it starts. Great. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Sounds like a good premise. It is. Uh, what is with these faces? You guys need to tell me what you Oh, look, look, look. Uh, look, I, I've seen reviews on the net and they're just going, it's wall-to-wall lesbians. You know, uh, it's it's just, there's a, a lot, uh, like what I thought was a, a bit of heavy petting. Right. But no, I was wrong. Yeah. No, this is this is hardcore. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. This there's is no hardcore. petting involved. No, there's no petting involved. No, no, no. Um... <laughs> yeah, we're way past the donkey sanctuary here. <laughs> <laughs> the heavy petting. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Uh, I'm, I won't say I was shocked, but I was shocked. <laughs> no, I was just... I was like, really? Oh, really? Like, this, like you know when Mark was on about HLA? All the, is there yeah. HLA in it? Yeah. How could he miss this movie? Oh yeah. no! The only thing is, Mark. he'll be disappointed because it's in subtitles. But I'm sure he'll watch it on mute for some. Yeah, that, that, that defeats the purpose. But anyway, um, anyway, he can the, go into the cinema just with like noise cancelling earphones. Let's remove ourselves from that for a minute. Right. right. Uh, apart from that, it's a very well told story. Um, there's two, three parts. Two distinct Sorry, parts. Three, 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 three yeah. parts. Yeah, yeah. Um, where the story is told from one perspective and then it's told from another perspective and then it's sort of a roundup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I didn't know this going in and I was surprised by it, but, uh, it's, it's very well done. But it's, it's almost Quentin Tarantino-esque. Okay. Well, in that you're completely blind to what's about to happen. And when it does happen, you're like, Oh, and then you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> you know, these kind of moments, you know, yeah. and it's, it, and then eventually you've got part three and you're like, oh, you know, the, it's, it's very good in that okay. way, you know, um, uh, it's a long movie. It's two and a half hours nearly. Oh, wow. Um, but it, it moves along. Um, I say with that much HLA action, it would. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, I was led to believe, <laughs> uh, no, uh, Reading some reviews before I actually got to it because it was like, what's this about? Um, uh, they, there's some uh, reviewers that said that it's just like, it's like a porn movie essentially, right? It's just from one end to the other, but it's not the case. There's two fairly, fairly involved scenes, let's say. Right. But apart from that, it's a, it's fine. You know, it's a, uh, no more than any other mainstream movie, let's say, you know, so, mm-hmm. um, but it's the storytelling in this that, Makes it stand out for me, um, yeah. But did you? What do you think, Mike? Okay, just there's so by, many aspects to this yeah, movie, yeah. Like, you know. By a little bit of background, this yeah, I don't know if you noticed in the credits. This is based on a novel by yeah. a woman called Sarah Winters called okay. Fingersmiths. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> which is set in Victorian England. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is obviously a Korean. Adaptation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I read the I read the, the novel synopsis. Yeah. Just to see how okay. closely they stuck with it. Okay. And act one and two are very close. Oh yeah. But in the third act they've completely Oh, they've off. taken a tangent, have they? Yeah, 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 yeah. They've definitely yeah. you know, taken the the kernel of the of the story, but it's yes. it's definitely its own thing. Um and it's especially been Asianized. Yeah. Um like a lot of things, like say, say there's songs and poetry or whatever that are very, very, you know, 
this, what they call them, traditional Korean or Japanese poems yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it gives that impression of being uh, highly Asian. But yeah. as you pointed out, there's like the, the British tailoring and this kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of kind of undertones going on in that, yeah. uh, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, I thought it was beautifully shot. Um, oh, speaking of which, yeah. uh, the director... Yeah. Uh, oh jeez what's his name again um, Chanuk Park or Park mm-hmm. uh, Chanuk is his name um, he wrote and directed uh, Old Boy okay yeah, that yeah. makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. That yeah there's a classic certain, yeah there's a certain have, have you ever seen Old Boy no oh, you gotta see it stuff. yeah it's a yeah. brilliant Korean movie actually um, sorry go on now. Um, it's kind of sumptuous in, in terms of how it shoots certain scenes, um, you know, it contrasts the, the awful darkness of the house with, mm. with real color um, that is then under threat from the, the, the surrounding darkness, which I thought was quite well done. Um, the acting was very, very strange <coughs> in that there was characters in it, especially the uncle, who at the beginning I had just kind of dismissed as, you know, you know, he'll, he'll walk on, say his line, and disappear. Yeah. But as the movie grows, these characters grow. And by the end, particularly the uncle, it's, uh, <coughs> I don't know what kind of a word to describe yeah, yeah, it, but yeah. it, it's, it's very forceful and uh, it makes a big impact on you. Mm. Um, I, I was wow, is this the same guy from, yeah. from two hours ago? Or yeah. So I'm very impressed with that. I did think the pacing was a little bit off. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a few scenes here and there that I thought went on too long. Um, I thought some of the foreshadowing was a little bit clunky, um, especially in terms of the, the plot devices um, with the different perspectives. It was like, okay, okay uh, they, they made it so obvious early on <laughs> that was going to be important. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was almost like they had a big spoon on the screen. You know? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the the HLA, um, this is definitely not something you're going to watch on a Sunday afternoon with the family on. <laughs> yeah, clearly. But what would it be like? I just can't imagine sitting in a cinema having to watch that with a bunch. I remember going to see, what film was it? There was some movie that had some really intense sex scene mm-hmm. that had been sold in the trailer as being a comedy. And I went with my boyfriend at the time to go see this film. I wish I could remember which one it was. But I remember the, the awkwardness. Uh-huh. <laughs> Both. <laughs> the awkwardness that the people sitting beside us was a guy had brought his mom to see the film. <laughs> and just like this, that whole intense sex scene. I felt awkward with the two of them. Oh, Sorry, man. which movie is that? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> it, it would have come out like 20 years ago. Ah, right. Okay, yeah. So, no, maybe 10 or 15. But anyways, it was just something really Was Kevin Belsinger on? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I imagine, yeah, watching this movie in cinema is kind of like, is, was there kind of awkward laughing? Like, ah. oh, More stone silence. Yeah, 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 yeah. I well, think the goal in that situation is just to be silent and melt into the yeah. wall and everyone can pretend that they're not watching that scene together just for the awkwardness. Yeah, because it's, it's, not, just, it's not just sex scenes. Mm-hmm. There's other scenes that 
you feel awkward watching with more than you know with people that you don't know yeah you know um especially in part three jesus yeah they've, you know. they've taken like a, a victorian novel of manners as such yeah and made it into uh, it's like one of those dali paintings <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i have to say though i liked it yeah i mean i really liked it it looked like it was a damn good storytelling mm-hmm. you know um and there's so many parts of it that i was just i really didn't see coming but mm-hmm. in hindsight yeah. you know uh i'd agree with you yeah all oh, right yeah, that, yeah but not not for the the third third let's mm-hmm. say you know yeah, yeah. just oh my god yeah. Well, when when it got to part two, I said, like, "Oh, okay, I see what's going on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was starting yeah. to think, "Oh, this is going to be another one of these really fucking uh, me- mechanical sort of yeah, yeah. retellings or whatever." Mm. Um, and then they'd spin something that I didn't see. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay, but now I know yeah, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, there's so many times that, that yeah. that's what I mean. It's just like, oh, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. It's great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So what's the primary relationship focused on in this film? Between uh, the Handmaiden and... There there are four, four, four yeah. characters, really, that are in play. And at different points in the movie, they all have different strength of relationships between each other. So okay. It's yeah. sort of a Matrix thing happening. Yeah. Psychological thriller. Erotic okay. psychological yeah. thriller is okay. what it's dubbed as. So you've got the, the uncle... Right. The dude who runs the house very strictly. The library guy. The book guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, you've got the potential suitor guy who's the con artist kind of guy who wants the inheritance. Mm-hmm. Handsome young devil. Handsome young devil. You've got uh, the lady herself. Who the suitor is pursuing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you've the handmaiden who. To the woman. Uh, to the woman who the suitor has hired. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. So that's. They're the, they're the four main characters. Yeah. Um, and the dynamic is good too. Um, just there's loads of ducking and diving, and mm-hmm. it's such a good movie. When I think back, jeez, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You're impressed by it the more and more yeah, you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'd say it's one of those you've noticed more a second time around. Yeah, and yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, there was even like, um, like uh, that that last third. Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten half the detail until mm-hmm. just you know I was just looking back on it. You know, yeah. the Wikipedia, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to see before I came out, and I was just yeah. holy shit, yeah, there was that. Oh, yeah, there was that bit yeah. as well, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you're, yeah, I think he did a great job, direction. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Apart from the ending, I had an issue with the ending. Oh, really? I thought the film should have ended the scene before. That would have been much stronger. Ending. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, that's its Korean roots right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a cultural thing. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You see it in all the music videos. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before, actually. Yeah. yeah. Certainly, had I been in charge, that would have been next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it does have like a, an emotional kind of, uh, nearly manufactured mm-hmm. emotional kind of a scene, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. So, um, and in Korean. Well, especially, well, cook. certainly, whatever, 15 years ago, 16, 16 years ago, when it was <laughs> over the, 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 uh, the, all the music videos, there's always like a, a lover who'd lose a lover. 
Like right. if there's a motorbike crash, you die, you're a really handsome guy and did a great time, blah, blah, and then there's a motorbike crash. And then the second half of the song or the, the video is about her crying about it. Right. You know, or, you know, it's always something like that. There's the always catharsis, a, basically. The, well, it was always like a, I don't know if it's a cultural thing and it's due to the country's history or what, but uh, they always say of a penchant, let's say for uh, loss. And, right. You yeah. know, a loss was always a big thing, you know, the death of someone significant you know so right uh, yeah sorry so this film ended in a somewhat not predictable but in a patterned manner after you'd see other things was um train to busan that was korea wasn't it yeah yes yeah and i'm trying to think the final scene there was the little girl walking through the tunnel wasn't it Mm, yes i think it was yeah Yeah. um yeah it's okay Good making those movies, those Korean movies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Train to Busan was that number one or two? It was on our list, anyways. Yeah, on our yeah, bikes. Yeah, did you? Sure, it was yeah. a great film. Yeah, yeah. and it, it actually won the best zombie on a train category. It did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you happen to get? To, you know, part two is being made, but did you get to the animated one? Like Sorry, it's like an anime. Handmaiden. No, no, no. Of, Train, uh, the no. Train to Busan. Yeah, the, I think it's a. Prequel, okay. Uh, called Soul Station, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think okay. that like where it all kicks off, right? That's what, that's where we see at the start of it, yeah, just yeah, the yeah. train pulling away, going, "What the fuck?" Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, looking forward to see that. Mm. Yeah. And just one last thing I yeah. wanted to bring up was the score. I quite like the score. Yeah, yeah. It was it was unobtrusive. Yeah. But every now and then, it just did enough to get your attention mm. at a particular scene. And add it to the scene. Oh, yeah. Um, which is hard to do because often it's either completely anonymous, yeah, just two in your face. Yeah, I right. The balance mm. very, very well there. Mm. And Western was it music Woody? too. Mm. Oh, so yeah, yeah. What kind yeah. of music was it? Yeah. Then? Western. Yeah, the, well, Western classical. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, again, with the suits and whatever, it, mm. it, it suited this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you're going to market, Mike? I will market. I I thought long and hard about giving this an eight. Yeah. Um, but I think the pacing just costed a bit and the ending costed a bit. So I'm going to give it a seven. Mm. But certainly a really good movie. Mm. Um, probably not for everybody. Be careful if you watch this one. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is, like you say, it's not a Sunday matinee. You yeah. know, the whole <laughs> f- come on, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I agree it's with you. It's a handmaiden film where we all learn to help each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, let me... Oh, yeah, so I agree with what you said there, pacing and so on. Um, so I'm going to give it a nine okay. instead of the ten. <laughs> yeah, no, this is great. I yeah, was expecting watch, you to give it a nine. I, I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. I'm going to watch it again. It's great. Yeah, and because of the way it's told, I think I might even enjoy it more mm-hmm. the next time around. Yeah. You know, because like you say, you're going to see stuff that you might have missed and yeah, there's right. stuff, you know, why it's significant and now you know and, you know, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So. See, I'm feeling conflicted now because you guys have done such a good job of reviewing this film that I want to see it for the relationship dynamic that you no, you No, I think you'd really like it, yeah. But then I'm afraid of the potential for violence and the difficulty it would have in maybe watching it in the context of some of the... um Nuances that this movie might take. It's, it's not a, it's not a crazy violent movie by any means. Okay, so it's yeah. more like a thriller of the. No, movie. it it has it has a couple of moments, but it's not like 
Tarantino levels of like. No, 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 Jesus, no, no, no. no. Well, it's, it's, it's quite emotionally violent, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. psychologically, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that um, I can deal with. It's yeah. usually. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's the old. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's the old sort of hierarchy of family members and yeah. you know the you know you're you're sort of you're told what to do and you'll do what you're told kind of thing right, you know, you right. Know, so um especially the uncle being the uh what do you call it patriarch, patriarch. yeah yeah um and being old school japanese yeah or attempting to be mm-hmm. yeah interesting <laughs> yeah it's yeah. interesting because it's during the japanese occupation of korea you know so it has all those kind of Little, little little nuances in there, you know. Interesting. Like, yeah. No, yeah. I would. Yeah. This this movie wasn't even on my radar, and I have to say, it's kind of it's shot up there. That's something that would be really worth watching. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Okay. Cool. So uh, next up, we'll have some previews and come to a bicycle near you. Okay, the first one is uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you well, see this? The, the, yeah, this is a bit uh, lady whose daughter was uh, murdered uh, is it seven months previous, and she's had no results from the police, so she puts up three massive billboards uh, that are all red, saying, why no action? Why no results? Why no answers? And so on, and naming the chief. And it's the reaction of the town, I guess, to that and her, yeah. her reaction to them. Yeah. So yeah, it looks, it looks, uh, it looks funny actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to this one actually. It's a, it's a comedy. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's, yeah. I think there's a serious side to it as well. Um, but, uh, it's, what's his face? Martin McDonough. It is. He did the seven psychopaths and, uh, in Bruges. Right. Yeah. So he always has a slightly odd slant. I was going to say that's a definite yeah. type of film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I quite like those movies. So I'll probably have a look at this. Hmm. The, I haven't seen the trailer, but the plot as you described it sounds stupid to me. <laughs> I know yeah, it. Yes. Plots are stupid. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but but makes them more it, it's really looks really interesting, and it's got Sam Rockwell, Woody Harrelson, Peter Dinklage, and um, Francis McDormand. Yeah. See, if the acting is done well, and they kind of pull it off, the mm-hmm. right. Uh, I think you should you you would like this. You'd like the humor in this. Maybe. Yeah. Because people getting punched in the face. A lot of people getting kicked in the crotch as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, so that was the first one. Um, so cool. We'll have that one on the list. Uh, next one was the Dark Tower. So that's Stephen King, right? It is. Yeah. And it's a novel I never read. Ah. Cause. I, I went the through the days of reading everything I could of him. Yeah, uh-huh. And then I read The Stand, and I absolutely hated it. That was my favourite one. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first one I read, though. I, I resented yeah. every page that I had. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I had read, um, oh, what was the vampire one? Uh, Salem's Lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Cujo. And, and Pet Cemetery and, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. So I was, I was really in the zone. Yeah. And the stand was a totally different. Oh, completely. Kind yeah, of yeah. Story. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I think that's why. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So when the Dark Tower showed up, I kind yeah. of just said, "You know what? I leave that for twenty years or so, and I'll come back to yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah." <laughs> so it's about twenty years since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the thing is, uh, historically, Stephen King movies have never been good. Mm-hmm. 
and I I don't think it's like a oh the book is better man. Yeah. I I just think that they've always been sort of like made for TV yeah, type movies, you know, kind of like thing. like uh, the stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. M O O N spells moon. You know that character yeah. is just like oh Jesus, <laughs> get rid of him. Um, it I suppose is the exception. Yeah, and uh, actually they had a great TV series of Salem Slot back in the early eighties. Oh yeah, that scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it looks really cheap and nasty. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a great show. Well, well Pet Cemetery was crap too, though, wasn't it? it was the, yeah. yeah, you know, and, and Christine. Remember the one? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Cujo was a terrible movie. Um, yeah, Jesus, mad, isn't it? But. Oh, Langoliers. That was the other one I couldn't remember. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they always kept you like in suspense because you couldn't see the alien itself, Man, yeah. right? There's this thing happening. And then at the end, you see the alien, you go, oh. <laughs> it's like a full stop. It's like a, it's like a black ball. It's yeah. like brilliant, you know, <laughs> because it's, it's this, it, and it, it's the very, very end and you just go, that's it. It's yeah. like, what? <laughs> Anyway, but but up till that point, it was a brilliant movie. I can see you're yeah. still raw. Oh, jeez. Just <laughs> irk. Um, but so, this looks great. But it does look good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a but it's kicking ass and taking names. There's uh, a lot of big names in it, isn't there? Uh, it seems to be. So let me see. Um, it looks like they spent a ton of money on it. Yes. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, like any time you have slow motion bullets, you know, it costs a lot of money. <laughs> Idris Elba and who else did I see? Is it Nicholas Hamilton and was Christian yeah. Bale in there or did I misrecognize him? Um, it wasn't McConaughey. McConaughey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just picked it up wrong. Yeah, um, but yeah, it looks like they put the budget in. They got the actress. The story was obviously a big one. I mean, it sold about a bazillion copies. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of hopeful about this. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll watch this for sure. Um, and the last one was Handsome Devil. Oh, God. This is an Irish movie. Yeah, yeah. Set in a boarding school that loves rugby, and there's a guy that just doesn't fit in. I've it's not that he doesn't it. like rugby, it's just that he's not mad about it. Yeah. And he so, he, yeah. So, uh, we have the guy who plays, um, uh, the arch nemesis of Sherlock Holmes in the Mark Sherlock Hardy. series, Moriarty. Yeah, you know that guy. Yeah, he's Irish. Yeah, and who else is in this? Uh, did I, I know Brian O'Driscoll was the rugby, um, on-set rugby consultant. Was he? <laughs> yeah, because I, I I just heard an interview on the radio with the the directors of the movie, um, being interviewed, and they were saying that um, you know, it was kind of based. I don't know if they explicitly say it's on Black Rock. Um, school in Dublin, or which is based no. on it, but that basically, you know, you had to get if you were going to try to capture that the school's essence was its rugby team, then when you were shooting rugby scenes, you had to, you know, see guys running around and giving everything all the time. But they were saying, you know, capturing a rugby game or act rugby training is different from doing it on a movie where you're doing it over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And for continuity, you need to have the same level of intensity, yeah. you know, whether yeah. it's high or medium or low intensity, yeah. um, the same <coughs> effort with skill. 
And he's like, you know, realistically getting that from teenage boys over and over and over again is pretty yeah. hard. Yeah. So I think Amy Huberman's in this film. So they called in Faith. She is, yeah. With yeah. Um, Brian O'Driscoll. Yeah. So he was the so-called consultant on set so that the boys were basically performing for Brian O'Driscoll <laughs> so that the directors were able to get those quality rugby shots. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over yeah. a course of um, yeah. shooting the film. <laughs> right. And that's all I know about this movie. <laughs> Uh, who else is in it? Hugh O'Connor's in it. Um, Ardlo Hanlon's in it. Mm-hmm. Amy Huber, as I said. Um, so it's kind of a who's who of Irish. Michael Mc, Mc, Bruce Bolton. What's his name? Right. Michael yeah. Michael yeah. Hatton. Yeah. Hatton. Yeah. Uh, in as well. Yeah. And Andrew Scott is uh, Moriarty. Yeah. 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 This is way too South County Dublin for me. It, it, see, it didn't strike me South County Dublin. I thought it was going to be like Newbridge or somewhere like yeah. that. That's where. It it seemed more like down the country than yeah, you know it's a boarding school down the country. Yeah, with South County Dublin boys. <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, maybe the Oxens wasn't there, man. You know. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, you know, I'd give it a chance. Okay. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I've heard people say yeah. about this film that it's hilarious and it's also a great PSA that everyone should watch. A what now? PSA. Public service announcement. Oh, okay. There's a message in it. But oh, is there? I don't know what this movie's about except for a kid who's at high school who's not really in the rugby at a rugby yeah. school. Yeah. I don't know. Don't go to boarding school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the takeaway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You'd have to drive me and scream and watch this now. Really? Yeah. All right. Sure, we'll have a vote on the week. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'd, yeah, I'd kind of like to give it a chance. but Yeah, like I think I would probably watch yeah, this. Yeah, I'm yeah. curious. I've heard enough about it. And because it's Irish, um, I'd kind of be, I'd be interested in supporting it, I think. So I think I, I would watch it with you. Amy Huberman's in it though. That's my only thing. You don't like her? Uh, she was quite good in that Eastern European kidnap thing though. Remember the yeah. cheap Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's not that I have an issue with her. I'm just, I don't know. Over, it's overplayed or something. Like it just, once you listen to that song that you really like too many times. Right, right. It's that kind of way. It's just, okay. it's just everywhere. You know, yeah. it's just like, really? Who? <laughs> <laughs> um, when she smiles, she has 40 teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're just jealous because you're so old, you only have dentures. Yeah, dentures. <laughs> I have one tooth left. I have dentures. I keep them yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's back from the old days. A wooden, wooden peg <laughs> in there, yeah. Makes yeah. me blend treats for him when I bring them. Up. <laughs> <laughs> right, on that note. <laughs> note being that Mike is old. <laughs> <laughs> Finished like we started. <laughs> <Fuck you guys. laughs> so, so Mike, Shona, and Steve, stay classy. <laughs>